<clears throat> All right. Let's get this party started. This is the first episode of the What You Mean podcast. Another episode. The annoying voice you hear right now is the voice of Walena Williams. And right next to me is... Jonathan Williams. And right next to Jonathan is... Ivis Morrison. And then across from Ivis is... I'm Daryl. Morrison. Thank you. I'm Daryl. What? I can't be Daryl? Okay. Yes, you can be Daryl. God, you're so special, Daryl. We love you. Wow. All right. So, What You Mean podcast, two married couples talked about life. And first episode is called The Life Episode. We will be talking about various life stuff. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, pretty much. All right. So, let's talk about food real quick. Because we all like food. Yes, we, we definitely enjoy, do. We, okay. we definitely enjoy food. food. I like yes. food. Right. And apparently we have been noticing a trend with these fast food restaurants and what we like to call fast food gentrification. Um, as you all know recently, apparently Burger King is out here trying to make tacos. And no one wants to do that. Nobody wants to eat a Burger King taco. Absolutely not. No. Uh, That's kind of nasty. No. Listen, Burger King, your name is Burger King. Yeah. Like, can you just stick to that? Ain't nobody asking you to expand it was just like what when, you're making. Nobody's asking. Like when IHOP was trying to make burgers. Listen, International House of Burgers? Burger, yes. I felt some sort of way about that. A- absolutely. Yeah. Because we all know you have pancakes. And don't want to be like, come on, son, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And I get that, you know, you want to expand. And they've always had burgers. Let's be clear. IHOP has always had burgers because they have, you know, regular food, not just pancakes. But that whole, you don't have to change your name in order for you to uh, show what other things you, you make. Yeah. Absolutely. We know you as IHOP, International House of Pancakes. Where are my pancakes at? Exactly. Right. When I go there late night, drunk, from the club, I want what? Pancakes. Because it's filling. Exactly. I want a pancake, and you come at me with, do you want to try one of our burgers? No, I came here for the pancakes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's just like a lot of, sometimes you see some of these restaurants just throw stuff against walls. Yep. Just to see what sticks, and it's like... You sit back there and go, come on. And some things actually work out good. Like yes. I noticed that a Nacho lot of Nacho fries from Taco Bell. First Nacho of all, fries. that's one of the greatest inventions ever made. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're very, very, very tasty. tasty. Yeah. very tasty. But and here's the thing. It's fried food. You can't go wrong. You can. Yeah. And then, even though it's terrible for us, I mean, fried food is fried food. Mm-hmm. And this is what we grew up with and love. Mm. Like, as far as, now, sometimes when fast food restaurants, and when restaurants in general do things, like, I know there's a few restaurants now they're using, like, the Beyond Meat, um, with the plant-based meat or whatever, mm-hmm. so they can, you can do Beyond Burgers or Beyond Tacos, things like that. That's okay, and I didn't know this, but apparently, um, you can do vegetarian stuff over at, um, like, Taco Bell, like, you can do vegetarian yeah. chalupas and stuff veggie, like that. veggie patties. And they've always Hardy had veggie patties. Too. Yeah, Hardy has it now, yeah. too, Beyond Burger. So, that's fine, but I'm not... Especially with the way that Burger King tastes now, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get a taco from Burger King. No, I'm not. I I, I don't like the meat now. What I, you mean? No, I'm not doing this. 
and I haven't tried them personally, but there is this YouTube pers personality called Emmy Made in Japan that she tried all of them, and she was like, eh, mm. they're okay, they're not that special. Mm -hmm. Like, we tried the, John and I, we tried the mozzarella chicken. Yes. It's not bad. But it's not that and special. Sometimes it's not that special because sometimes they over season it, which yes. is weird for McDonald's, but. Over season. Mm. Yes. Because, yes. like, you bite into it and it's just like, oh. Wow. Y'all, now you know what seasoning is. Yes, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, because for the longest time, McDonald's tastes like cardboard. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it is what, you is what it is. You expect, you can't expect everything from McDonald's. But some of these restaurants just need to try a little bit harder if they're going to tap into different markets and different, like, different, I want to say food genres, but it, I'm wrong on that. I know that. Like, no, you're not wrong. Food, food genres and everything else. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. Um, I keep forgetting. There was one other. What why if, don't we talk about? What Island? about that? No, what about the, the place you were talking about at, um, New York that was making hamburger. Yeah, with the pizza. uh with the hamburger pizza, you had like the fries on there, had like the pickles and lettuce. And I know some people were saying it was great, mm -hmm. but other people were like, no, um, just simple bread, cheese, sauce, sauce bake, basil. And, and that's it. It just have simple pizza. And I get it. You have like your different well, models of pizza, different forms of pizza. All well and good, mm -hmm. but sometimes a simple slice is it's a simple slice. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Well, there was this dude in New York that was making that he was making like fried pizza dough, and you wouldn't even know it's fried unless they told you. You know, oh, it was like shame. a regular, you know, but it wasn't like something outrageous. But I mean, I I can go on and on about how millennials are ruining food, but it is what it is. So, <laughs> and we will be right back after this after we pay some bills. Kid, I got five to ten dollars a week for allowance. What'd you get for allowance, Lena? None. My allowance was I was able to live there. Oh, John? <laughs> Twenty dollars a week. Oh, oh, you was a baller. Big money on the playground. Ivis, did you get an allowance? Uh, not really. Um, we would. My, my parents would give us a. It was more along the lines of if you did a certain chore, you might get some money for it, but. Allowances were not not something that we really did in that house. Mm. Uh, you know, my parents are Hispanic, and you know, they're like, "You live here, we pay the bills." Yep, <laughs> you are allowed. That was your allowance. You are allowed and to I mean, live. And now. then, as like the the older that we got, uh, there were things that they'd be like, "Okay, well, if you do this, I will give you this." Right. But it really wasn't like a weekly thing. Right. Yeah, I didn't so, start getting allowance until I was like in high school anyway and they say give me like twenty dollars a week maybe to go and get something during the week and everything else mm -hmm. you know so you know sometimes you're able to save other times not i wish i had more saving advice growing up right you see what i'm saying yeah mm -hmm. well well here's the thing so so just in the interest of time we had a little side discussion here yes um talking about you know you know what we would do for our kids and john can you explain to us um <laughs> What you would do with your kid in terms of allowance? Well, okay, this may make me sound like the villain, but I wanted to 
have my when I have my kids and they hit a certain age, like five years old, you know, give them five that five five dollars a week for allowance for doing their chores and everything else. And to help them understand responsibility, I was going to charge them one dollar a week for rent. <coughs> and as they got older, it's okay, Lena. If you like, as they got to seven, and maybe I want to give them like maybe ten dollars a week for doing chores. Oh, so the wages were going to go up. The wages were going to go up to match the price, cost of living. Yes, it was. So you know, and I was going to put each dollar. I was going to put it away to save it. But teaching that yes, that as well, you, hang on, you, you're making it sound real nice. So how yeah. did you really say it? How did you really say? It? How did what, you, what, what's the money for? I'm gonna tell you, you what. Tell it, you for the kids. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you. I, I was I was putting the money away so I can make sure that they have a little savings. I just wanted to make sure that they had their rent. But he framed it in yeah, because he framed it in the sense of I'm taking this money from you to pay for rent. For your room. So y'all, just to give you a, a um, visualization, an example, for example, um, your baby, five years old, comes up to you and says, mommy, daddy, mommy, do you have um, four quarters? And you're like, yeah, I do, for what? And you're like, well, daddy says it's time for rent and I don't have enough money to make the rent. And this is your five-year-old child talking about they don't have enough money to make the rent for their little room. Or else they're going to get kicked out. So instead of framing it in form of savings, like we're going to take this money and save it. No, we're going to take this money and put it, this is your rent money. So my baby got to worry about rent at five years old. And then when they hit like seven, eight years old, you double the rent. You up the rent to $2 a week. But that's real life though. It is real life. But for a child... I understand for the child, but the child has to learn responsibilities. Okay, but frame it in the form. Okay, Carol, I have to take over real quick. So, because my nerves are still working. Let me give you the the tilt nod. So so the whole thing with with teaching your children how to save money, um, framing it as paying rent, it then becomes later on when you go to tell your children, well, this is my house. Mm hmm. And I make the rules, and I you deal with. They'll be there, but I pay rent. Yeah, cause you when you hit them with that line where you don't pay now bill, and then they tell you, yeah, I do, I pay rent. But okay. oh, you can't use that no more. And on top of that, we all know that when we pay rent, that money is never coming back. No, we may see it in the form of a new pool, but that's about it. Like we don't see rent money, savings. You get to save that money towards whatever you want in the long run. Or whatever you need in a long run, like college savings and stuff like that. So y'all, um, I I feel like I got a lot to do with as far as John, as far as working on his phrasing when it comes to savings. We'll get to that. But in a I second. thought I did a good job. Not with talking, telling my my baby come up to me stressed. We we gonna come right back. We, we gonna come right back because because you we need your explanation here. Thank you. <laughs> Paper. of kids money management so yeah we were talking about John's version of money management and yes. allowance and stuff like that yeah I'm, 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 I need more more information about this system here because uh, okay well that, see this is the thing mm. this is how I wanted to do my system pay rent you put the money aside and I get it I understand that you know what maybe I do need to phrase it a bit better to the child so they're not freaking out but if they realize that hey X amount of dollars goes here, 
and you keep your room clean and everything else, you're paying for that service. That's a dollar. Listen, man, stand up for yourself. You are As right. you get older, listen, you pay what, what you want to do in your house and to do that. Exactly. Hey, exactly. Hey. Uh, now, see, you see now, forces are instigating, and that's fine. I enjoy that. But yes, that's what I'm saying. I know you I enjoy want, that. Of course. I, I think a big part of, of, of being careful of the way that you word it to your children is that uh, we're trying to raise children to, first of all, be conscious of the things that are being given to them right okay and secondly uh understand the value of money Mm -hmm. um but not in a way that they are then stressing out because you want your children to be able to be children right we were children Mm -hmm. there were things that we didn't have to worry about because we were children Uh, well that is fair okay you know one of those things is that you know that mom and dad pay rent yep or they pay the mortgage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know that when you get older, like they'll explain it to you. When you get older, one day you're going to have to do this. Yep. One Under day you're going to have bills. One, one day you're going to have bills. And, you know, that's fine and healthy for them to know that. But wording a way to save money as them paying rent will just create children who have anxiety issues mm-hmm. and... Because, I mean, it's still repeating the same cycle that a lot of kids go through where it's just like they're stressed about money. Because even, I know, for example, a lot of us minority kids, we always had to, that underlining we may not have enough. You know, we had to do free lunch. We had to do, we had to do, um, we couldn't go to certain activities because it would cost or whatever. Things like that. After school program was we were in it because it was free, things like that. Money problems were always underlining our decisions. We don't want our kids to be, we want to break that chain where it's like we want to go ahead and make sure that they don't have to worry about money. And it's not necessarily because we're giving them money, it's because they are learning how to work for said money and not be stressed about, I don't have enough. Okay, well, I got my own. If mom and dad tell me no, okay, I'm a I got my own, you know, or if they can't, if somebody can't help me, I still got my own. Things like that. And while while still being kids. So, like, phrasing it like you got to pay the rent or you going to get out. Like, they already know. Well, I exactly say I was going to kick out my child. This is your house, man. Do what you got to do at your house. I understand that, but I don't want them to think they have to put, like, a little... Little bag over their back, and they sitting at the corner step, thinking they're being evicted. No, but that's what they're gonna learn. That's what they're gonna pick up on. Because kids ain't dumb, they're gonna pick up on. Even when we were young, we knew if mommy and daddy didn't pay the mortgage or the rent, if we were gonna have to skedaddle. Yeah, I can't. I can't get the candy I want, so. I gotta go to Uncle Daryl to get a dollar cause But Uncle Daryl may not have that And I want my baby to know I ain't gotta go to Uncle Daryl I ain't gotta go to uh, Auntie whoever Auntie Ivan or whoever To go ahead I got my own out my little stash They might have their little piggy bank in there So Like instead of phrasing it like Okay this is your money for rent Okay no this is your money for your savings, savings. And then go on from there. I remember I got my first savings account. Shout out to Credit Union. I got my savings account. I got my first checking account when I was 16. Um, and my mama took me down to the bank because she didn't want me to have to depend on anybody else, including them, in order to have money. So she took me down to the bank. I got my little credit card. Not credit card, but my little debit card. And whatever I spent on that, I was it. So 
I want my babies to know that rather than being stressed. And I want them to learn how to be able to work for said dollar. Yes. If they want to do extra charge, hey, extra charge and everything else. Yeah. Extra well, you money. know, I can reform that and not make them afraid of making a mistake or good idea. To spend. That's a good idea. Come to Jesus. All right, let's uh, pay some bottom bills. Bottom line, you know, just do your thing, man. You know, just, that's it. Don't and listen we'll to Daryl. Let's back. pay we're some back. bills. All right, so. We are back. We are back. One more again. We're going to talk about black parenting. Speaking of when we were just talking about um, allowances and things like that leads into that and about how black parenting has changed over the years and how, you know, a lot of the old school ways basically ain't flying no more and, you know, how black parenting has developed over the years and just different perspectives. Um, anybody want to start with the versions of that? Because uh, we can go a bunch of different ways. The belt, the belt has been retired. Yes. Uh, For better or the worse, it has been retired. I remember, uh, you know, group getting in trouble as a group. Instead oh my of, gosh, yeah. if some, if one of, if my brother did something, we would both get in trouble. For the most part, there's sometimes he would just be by himself, and I could laugh at him. And walk, <laughs> walk, walk, <laughs> well, he was getting beat, and I could sit there watching him and be like, well, my mother's <laughs> back was turned. Yeah. Um, and, and vice versa, mind you, because that's two way street with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with y'all who have larger families, your siblings are a, a problem. Uh, Listen, I was, I not was because all my siblings are still alive. I am a middle child. Yeah. Okay, there's four of us. And people are like, but how is it possible you're middle? Well, um, how it works, the structure in my in, with my sisters is that my eldest sister kind of got deposed by my second eldest sister, so... My second elder sister is more like the alpha female, and I'm right in the middle, okay? Uh, and so, for me, it was interesting because I'd be getting whoopings for stuff I never even had any anything to do with. I'm tired of getting whoopings because of y'all. And I'd be like, <laughs> my, like, my sister's, my sister, the one that, you know, took over the alpha female position, she had a problem, uh, with defiance, okay, and so she would always be running her mouth, and my mom, you know, and we would all get whoopings because of that. Mm-hmm. And then we have my little sister, who because she's the baby, we'd all get whoopings because she needs to know better. We should taught her better. Right. And considering the fact that I'm only like 20, 20 months older than my youngest, my little sister, I'm always like, yo, I, I, I wasn't even part of that. <laughs> I went, like, I was minding my own business in my room reading a book, you know. And it was you come in with a bill. You know, and there was a lot of that. And that whole, that, you know, the one gets it, everybody gets it. That was a very old school thing, you know, because they wanted to consider it a deterrent. It's not real. No, it doesn't work because everybody's still out here breaking rules anyways. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, my brother and I, we're only four years apart. And we didn't get whoopers because of each other, but I mean, we both had our own different problems. I had a, I ran my mouth a lot, and Dorian just did whatever he wanted. So, oh I mean, we got in trouble separately. Oh. Um, 
And it was just like, if we got in trouble, it was literally because of one of those two things. And John, like, your brother is like... Seven years apart. Yeah, seven. So, yeah. That's my brother and I are like only two years apart. Yeah, we're seven, so seven years apart. So a lot of times in my household, there were issues where we used to fight all the time. You know, the usual licks, but a lot of times certain chores, he didn't. sometimes didn't have to do jack. But I remember going to high school and before, you know, I left for school, they're like, do the dishes. And I'm like, but there is a grown man sitting in bed relax mm-hmm. well that's not his problem how is that not <laughs> right how is that not <laughs> See, he is grown he is like i'm 13 and he is 20. <laughs> what is going on <laughs> yep. you know so a lot of things that i wouldn't like to pass on to my kids i would like to have like the more unity if you get in trouble uh, you know i would like to be able to like individual punishment instead of group punishment Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, because yeah, you're right. If the if we're arguing or whatever, my father used to smack the both of us, cap cap. And it's like But that was because it was a joint effort, y'all both again well, his nerves. Both of y'all that. at the same time. But if he well, out still. here acting up and ain't got nothing to do with you Well well. Then you just Yeah. You go about your business most some of the time. And hold that thought and we will go pay some bills and we'll be right back. Ching ching. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so <laughs> we were talking about, you know, just basically black parenting and pretty much black parenting transgression, so to speak, how we get disciplined and all that, and how things have changed, uh, for better or for worse. However you want to think about it, um, the belt has been put away. Um, there are other forms of discipline and things like that. Um, pretty much now we are all in our 30s, 40s. So our parents are coming around to basically like realizing the things that they did back in the day. We all know our parents aren't per- are, were perfect at all, like by any means. But they're starting to come around and starting to realize that some of the things that they did back in the days with us you know, they are starting to apologize. They're starting to realize that certain things didn't work. Um, certain things did work or they should have just did more of, which is good. Or do um, things differently. Yeah, to do things differently. And it's important to mention, too, that even though all four of us are all black, um, three out of four of us have actually come from Caribbean backgrounds. Like, we come from diverse backgrounds. So, um, me just having a classic African-American home you know, and then all three of y'all, y'all got, you know, out-of-influence homes, like, and stricter households, like, even from mine, so, Mm -hmm. I just, like, for example, just, I feel like they're starting to realize their own issues and how they were kind of taken out on us, and then, of course, following tradition, um, there's a quote out there now that's been circulating around that saying tradition is just peer pressure from dead people, um, which that's you know actually, that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's, accurate. Deep, yeah. that's very accurate. Yes. And I feel wow. like, especially in the black community, especially no matter what level of black you are, we've had traditions to where they've been more dead, more harmful than good. Um, and then now our parents are starting to realize, you know. 
like some of the old ways didn't work. They, you know, or this is why my child is going through this. And I would like to say too, also that a lot of us don't get that opportunity to um, have our parents turn around and say, I'm sorry for doing this, or I should have done more of this, things like that. So like, does anybody else have any takes on that? Like, have y'all had y'all experience on that? Things like that. Well, I know for me, um, when I was in high school, my parents always used to have compared me to other kids, and I used to despise that. I, you know, I used to rebel my own way, not do my, not do schoolwork, and you know, still graduated. But it used to drive me nuts. And my parents used to come and say, "Why can't you be like this person and that person?" And it wasn't until when I hit college and certain people, when I got word that certain people failed. I have to admit, it was a certain glee that I had to go home. Hey, when I came home and said, hey, guess what? This person failed out, this person failed out, the same ones you compared me to. And they had to sit back, and, you know, years later, like, you know what? We Maybe we shouldn't have put that on you that much. And I understand, coming from a Caribbean household, and I know for Darren and I, the same thing. Education is pretty much everything. Yep. It is everything. You know, and sometimes... You know, like for instance, I used to play sports and everything like that, and I'll come home with a sports trophy, and it was like, okay, that's cool, but where's those three A's? And it's like, but I accomplished something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. And I mean, you know, some days it was just that hurt, man, because it's like, you gotta be kidding me. And people don't realize, man, sometimes, a lot of times you will rebel, or sometimes you just get so angry and get frustrated because, hey, I am doing the best I can. <laughs> And please stop comparing me to people. Um, Daryl, do you have anything to add to that? My, my, I was in the same boat with you in terms of uh, that was kind of the norm with things. And mm-hmm. We were always about, like, you know, how we're always compared to people. Yeah. Uh, there was always somebody I was always hating on because of the fact that my, my, my father would always bring his name up to a conversation. You know what such and such is doing? Yes. I'm like, oh. um, but, you know, the, as now, I'm like, I, you know, but these things we're, we've all learned and we go, this is what we're not doing to our kids. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that as every generation comes forward, we're going to make better strides to things. But yeah, that's all I have to say about that. And um, same. And, you know, um, I do have something to, to add to that, but I will come back as soon as we've paid some bills. bills. We'll be right back. So it was always going to be tough on him. 
Um, but my parents, both of them tried to do a step up from that with us where, you know, it was, they weren't going to be using discipline the way that my grandparents had used it on them, but they were still going to discipline us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and they would, it was more along the lines of, you know, you have to have punishment for the crime, even though many times being a, you know, a middle child, I was getting punishment for stuff that I hadn't done. Right. But besides all that, my parents have admitted to us that, that they know that, ha- that they may have fallen short in what they were trying to do with us in the discipline world because the thing is that, yes, no parent is perfect. Mm-hmm. No, There is not a manual that tells you how you're going to raise your children and how you how each one of them needs to be disciplined and how you know how you're going to be able to work with them and and do the things that you need to do and so with my parents you know my mother had has apologized yes about you know maybe she was too harsh on us um but i'll be the first to admit that the majority of the whoopings that i got i deserved you know, there were a lot that I got that I didn't deserve, but the majority of them, yes, I had a, I had a hand in, in, in why I got them. So, right. But I, I can see throughout, like, you know, my parents and seeing how they're, you know, they've evolved. It's the evolution of the, of the older yes. parents. They have changed and they've come to admit that things are different. Can I pick you back Yes, please do. Because uh, when, I, when I have my kids, um, and they were maybe two or three years old, and did something bad. My parents were there, and I was about to spank them. My mother said, don't spank them. And I said, you shouldn't be spanking your kids. And I looked at her like, I looked at her like, who are you? Yep. And what did you do with my mother? And what did you do with my father? Because these are the same people that, like, you know, there was a special belt in a special drawer. They <laughs> rained down hellfire, man. Yo, listen. Yep. And you want, I'll give you something to cry for. Yes. And all oh, yes. that stuff. I'm okay. So, so, so then I kept, then I started thinking about like where I came from, like where my ancestors came from and what their, why they were doing the things they were doing because mm-hmm. it was passed on to them by their oppressors. Yep. So these things were taught to them and they were. They were getting oppressed and in turn they were they were trained, they were pushing on their oppression onto their children. But then this was a tradition that was learned, it was passed down. And we are in a phase where we have to unlearn these things. Yeah, we had to break cycles. If you think about it, taking back off of that one, like when you when they learned how to discipline, it was for the quote unquote good of the child. When again, when our oppressors did that, it was quote unquote the, for the good of the slave in order to keep them slaves alive. You know, you don't want them to act up too much. Don't give them an inch and then take it a mile or whatever, you know? And it's been passed down. So now we have to start breaking cycles and finding new ways to discipline and new ways to parent and um, and then reparent ourselves, which is a whole other subject on that. Um, And, I mean, that's for an entire community to learn. Woo! Anybody needs to learn that? The black community needs to learn that. We have trauma. But, alright. Give us one second. We'll be back after we pay some more bills.
right, so we've got so many things that we want to talk about, and this is, you know, this is just episode one of what we've got going, and everybody, we we have so much, so many nuggets we want to share with you guys. Yes. Yes. So we want y'all to keep keep tuned, stay tuned. There's gonna be plenty more where this came from. I know that some of the conversation feels a little like we might have rushed through it, but we're trying to get our our our, our, our bearings mm-hmm. together. So you guys are gonna have to bear with us. Yes. See. Yes. And so for the podcast, what you mean? What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> what you what mean? You mean? Oh my god! This is gonna be so much fun. Yes, thank you for this this inaugural podcast first episode. We are so excited to share. Uh, Don't make no chicken nugget jokes. That's racist. Uh, My goodness! What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? mean? What you mean? But yeah, we are so excited. This is our first podcast. We um, we have so much more to talk about. All types of nerdy stuff. All types of sports stuff. All types of we're gonna touch every single yeah. We're every gonna be on multiple cranny. multiple subjects. So but, just be patient. This is our yes. first podcast. Um, we we're gonna be fine tuning it as it goes along. Mm-hmm. So you know, give us your likes. Yep. Your comments. Your dislikes. We go from there. Basically, and, run your mouth in the comments. And if you have something that you'd like to us to talk about, please mm-hmm. do tell. Yeah, think about it. Yes, if y'all want us to talk about any specific subject, anything like that, run your mouth in the comments. What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> exactly. What, what you, you mean? mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and tell so, us what you mean. Tell us what you mean. All right, go forward, children, and we are out. Signing off. Signing off. Deuces.